Hello and welcome to the Wealth Reliance Podcast. My name is Dave Deal. This is the podcast for the side cash hustler. If you want insights, real life experience from people just like you on how they started creating side income, you are in the right place. Documented experiences of people creating a few hundred dollars to extra tens of thousands of dollars a month. Make sure to subscribe and review. This means more than you know. Also, feel free to check us out at selfreliantwealth.com. Before we jump into the episode, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the Wealth Points Podcast. Uh, we've had quite the uh, mini-series up to this point, and we're going to dive right back in here um, and pick up right where we left off. Um, we've just gotten finished talking about... Uh, you know, having max and where we were up to that point. Okay. So, you know, now we're 20, basically the beginning of 2018. Um, we moved, we had the houses rented out. We're up in Oakley. You know, we felt like we were on top of the world. We had, you know, crazy amounts of money coming in that I don't even know how we did it, but we did. Um, now we're in 2018. So we totally kind of checked out of life uh, for quite a while. I mean, it had been months and really the whole year was kind of a checkout. So we had, uh, you know, I was still doing real estate stuff. Um, I was driving down to the city and, you know, um, still looking at deals. Um, I got into some more hard money stuff and just connecting money, people that had money to, uh, guys that were doing deals. And so I was able to make, you know, a little bit of money doing that. Um, and then, you know, as far as the real estate education stuff went, 17 ended up really, really good. Um, we ended up doing like $80,000 in education sales and helping a lot of people get started in real estate. The stories like some, from some of these people are just absolutely amazing. Um, you're talking people that, you know, whether it was just like, I had one guy, um, that he got started with a lower program. It was $2,000. And with that $2,000, he learned the tools and steps that he needed to take and the relationships he needed to make in order to boost his credit. Um, he went from like a sub 500 credit score to over seven, I think it was 760 or 780. And he went from a negative $100 cash flow to over positive $800 cash flow in just a, in a year. Um, there are a few other stories of people that have bought rental properties or flips, um, you know, and really just taken the tools and the knowledge they learned and done something with it. So that's been really, really neat to be able to see um, the progression and the progress of, of what they've been able to do. Uh, and, you know, that's where it comes down to really in, in this 2018 year. Like I had the vending machines rolling pretty well. That business was growing. I had hired somebody else to manage it. Um, and then numbers started to kind of trickle off just because, um, you know, like certain things were getting missed. And I mean, it, like he did a really good job, but there was just, you know, stuff that was getting missed and it wasn't being quite taken care of. Like, you know, I would have taken care of it or, um, somebody with a little bit more maintenance experience might've been able to do. And so like, I learned a lot about that too. And like hiring the right people and putting the right people in place, um, and things kind of changed there. Anyway, I had that. We had um, both rental properties actually at the end of the lease. Um, both of them wanted to leave. And so we had to refill both of those houses. And we ended up doing that. It only took, you know, a very short amount of time. Um, 
before we were able to get some people in there and, and make that work. So that worked out really cool. Um, and then, God, what else? We had... Um, oh, RVs. So yeah, at the end of 2017, we also got into um, renting out RVs and trailers. So I had a buddy that was renting out motorhomes. And I was like, that's a genius idea. So I bought one like a week later. And we started renting it out on Outdoorsy and RV Share. Um, and actually, you know, if you want, look in the show notes and I'm going to link to something. I'm actually working on something that talks about starting a vending company, starting a window washing company and starting, you know, an RV rental company. Um, because these are all things I've been able to do to create some extra cash flow on the side. And so I want to share, you know, what I've learned. And so I'm going to be able to add that, you know, be looking forward to that. I'll, I'll mention it in the show notes, but I don't necessarily have anything set up. So be stay tuned for that information to come out. Um, Cause I'm actually going to just put together like a little mini series or course or something that walks you through my process of getting everything set up. Um, and that can be super beneficial for you. You know, it'll probably be, you know, a, a minimum amount just so you can get started um, easy and, and start cash flowing. Anyway, so bought this motorhome, started renting it out, did really well with it that first season. And um, we picked it up in January, started renting it in March. Um, we ended up doing, God, I think 10 or 12,000 or something in the first year with that thing. And so it was really sweet, right? I mean, it's an extra 10 to 12 grand. I think net we ended up doing about eight um, after payments and everything. And we had one renter that actually put gas in, or they put diesel in a gas engine. So that kind of sucked. So we had to fix that. Um, but their deposit covered most of it. And, you know, I mean, that was just a, a journey in itself, like going through that business and learning how to get the marketing set up and dealing with te- uh, the clients that were coming to rent it and, you know, if problems happen, like, what would you do? Anyway, coming into 2018, back to where we were. So we had, you know, the rental properties, we just had to get re-rented. Um, so I found a company that, uh, you know, was really good with screening information. And so we would screen some tenants. We, you know, finally found two really great, or a couple, a really great couple uh, for the Salt Lake House. And then we also found an awesome couple that we actually knew. Um, through real estate, this real estate group that moved down at the St. George house. And um, we, so this was about the time too. So we had done all this stuff, right? And then we kind of hit a point where, you know, I had the motorhome stuff going, I had the rental properties going, I had the vending stuff going. Um, but the education stuff had kind of slowed down a little bit. I had an experience um, with somebody that, just ended up kind of killing my my drive on that where um, it was more of a, like a leadership type of deal where um, I had a situation happen that ended up costing a lot of money and uh, I ended up paying a lot of money and then the problem like didn't stop. And so I just kind of got turned off by the whole idea. I think that's as deep as I really want to go into that because it's not worth like re-unbearing you know, stuff. So sometimes you just have to let stuff go. And that was one of those ones where I just let go. Like I still believe in the product and what it can do. I just could not spend the time anymore and the energy devoting so much time to a group and an atmosphere that wasn't going the direction that I wanted to go. Um, things started to change the idea. And this is really what happened, right? It was the end, uh, like right that day that Max was born, I actually went and bought 
um, my buddy was trying to talk me into buying his Corvette and I ended up buying like a little BMW convertible instead. But I had gotten this like apartment office that was ridiculous downtown. And I ended up spending like all this money because I thought that that was what you were supposed to do. Like when you were making all this money, you had to have this show, you know, this facade of like, hey, I'm really cool and it's Facebook and I've got all this nice fancy crap. And I, I, I got sucked into that a little bit and then realized like, like after I had Max, I was like, freak, dude, I don't need any of this crap. And like, I love nice things, but like, there's a difference between having nice things and, and a facade, um, of having nice things and not really being able to support those nice things. And that's what I started to learn about, you know, different areas that I was involved in and certain relationships that I was surrounding myself with that I just didn't want to have. I didn't want to put my energy and my time into it, right? I didn't want to deal with that kind of crap anymore. Um, and I didn't want to deal with people that were not going the same direction that I was. And like, I still have associations and friendships, but at the end of the day, I just said, like, I got to cut ties. Like, if I want to grow and develop and become the best that I can be, like, I don't want to go down a path and a road that leads to, like, being dumb. And so I just said, okay, forget it, I'm out. And so that was hard because, you know, that was a large revenue stream for us. Um, in 2018, you know, I still did about 30000 um, in with that education sales company. But I just, I just stopped because I just, I couldn't do that anymore. And I wanted to get back to my roots and my core of what I love to do most. And that's helping people get into business and start businesses and sharing insights of how to create extra cash flow. And that's where this whole podcast idea was born. You know, it started in May, but I didn't really start pushing it until December of 2018. Um, but really just getting back to the basics. I'm telling stories of grassroots entrepreneurs that are local, that are, you know, and even some that are not local, but people that are actually going out and doing. Like, I love people and I love um, <clears throat> opportunity, but there's also a lot of people that talk and not a lot of people that do. And I like people that do because people that do are the action takers. They actually are doing, they're showing things, they're speaking truth and they're holding strong and firm to what they believe is the most important and most valued. And so that's what I thrive with and connect with. And I don't like fluff. Like I'm tired of fluff. I'm tired of garbage. I don't like all the extra just crap, man. I like hate it. I hate the stupid sales tactics. I hate, just I just don't like it. And what I want is to be able to connect with people in a way that is authentic, that's genuine, that's real, that shows you like, look, I'm clear cut dry. This is what I did. This is how I did it. And if it can help you, cool. If it can't, cool. You know, hopefully you learned something and it wasn't a waste of time. But really, like, I'm just tired of fluff. Like, I can't deal with that stuff anymore. I just wanted to be real, raw, genuine, and authentic. And that is what I stand by. That is what I learned in 2018. Um, 2018 ended and we, you know, I had made a couple of moves and really the couple of moves were simple. So, you know, I learned a lot about credit and 0% credit. And I thought, hey, this would be pretty cool if I can leverage some credit. I had gotten up to about 250000 in 0% credit cards. And so what I ended up doing is I was like, well... I could take and put a bunch of cash and just stick it in the bank. So I did that. I took 20 grand, stuck it in the bank, took another 20 grand, dumped it on my home equity line. 
And then I paid off a couple other interest bearing cards that, you know, went towards rehabbing the house and like paying for education costs and, you know, all this other stuff. So long story short, we, you know, when we got back from California, we were basically completely out of debt other than our house. And then I tipped the scales and we went because I thought I was doing cool stuff and learning cool strategies. And we were, but I kind of went too far. And I went from having like just our house debt to, you know, now we have three houses, which is okay because of the cash flow. But then we have, you know, almost over $140,000 in credit card debt because I had stripped this cash, this 0% cash off these cards, dumped it, you know, in like in the bank and put some on the HELOC and paid off some other stuff. And so now, you know, you've got 140 grand in basically 0% cards. Some of them are coming due. The, the uh, debt service payment on that is like two grand a month. And now all of a sudden we lose this income. We're in a bunch of debt and we, um, I still have the vending stuff going. I still have the rental properties. We still have the RV and the, and the uh, trailer. We ended up buying a trailer too in 18 and renting those out. And so, you know, we still rolled pretty good. Like we brought in, I think, let's see, about 183,000, but you're talking, that's like a hundred and 120 grand difference between, uh, 18 and 17. And from, a from a actual paycheck standpoint, it was like 70,000. So we basically took a $70,000 pay cut and we had higher debt service. And so now, you know, we're in this position where we're coming into 2019, you know, I no longer really have that, uh, education income. I actually just lost one of my biggest vending accounts. It had five machines. It was responsible for about between two and $3,000 a month in revenue. Um, and then what else? So you've got high debt service. I mean, we're talking with mortgage payments and everything. It's like, it's like eight grand a month. Um, but then the rental income offsets it. So it's about five grand a month, right? That we need. And that's before like food and stuff. And the vending machines are bringing in now after, you know, we'll lose that, that account goes inactive in February. So we'll lose some of that revenue. And then, um, that's basically what we're living on. Cause RV stuff is, is not going in the winter time because people aren't running. So basically, um, you know, five grands are not really six cause food and stuff, gas, but, uh, we're bringing in like, you know, 3000. <laughs> so it's like negative a couple thousand a month. So going from a crazy amount of money to the opposite. And that's where we're at now. Uh, so 2019, we came in and I just had two huge goals. It was to pay off the debt and find something that I can really put my time, energy and effort into that can generate, you know, upwards of a hundred or 150,000 that I can just go to work and have fun doing and enjoy. And like, this just goes to show you just because you learn and you have stuff going really well, doesn't mean that it's going to just be that way forever. But the transformation and the obstacles that you overcome, like are amazing. And, you know, I think to myself too, even still doing this podcast, I'm like, like who the freak am I to be able to talk and have this conversation and talk about finance and cash flow when I still am having trouble with it. But then 
Like, who am I not to? Because I'm in the freaking trenches with you and we're doing this together. And guess what? Like, I've been on both sides of the equation here and I've learned a ton. So now I'm going to learn how to get back on top and I'm going to stay on top and I'm not going to make the same decisions I did before, right? Because at the end of the day, like, I feel like I can talk more to some of this stuff because I have experience on both sides of the equation. And it goes back to, you know, we because we had a bunch of reserves and I made some of those dumber, good decisions, like it's keeping us alive. And like, then we say, okay, well, let's evaluate where we're at. Let's look at the, let's look at the rental properties. Let's look at some of the stuff that we've got. And we realized, hey, look, we've got, you know, a ton of equity in St. George. We could sell it. We could pay off some debt. We could keep a bunch of it in reserves. Um, I could probably even do a cash out refi on the Salt Lake house. And that would wipe some stuff out and give us some cash back in the bank. I could sell off some of the vending machines that are not producing right um, and, and simplify that route and get it down to where it's tight and it easy. Um, and I've got, you know, my brother helping me run that now. And I can just simplify a lot of the crap that I got so complicated on and get back down to the grassroots simplicity instead of being all like eyes in the stars and not really realizing and then build it uh, organically and grow and develop on a stronger foundation, right? Cause that's what I missed. I missed building it on a strong foundation. Like I had parts of strong foundation, but then parts were not. And so when crap hit the fan, it hit the fan and it broke. But the parts that were strong are what keeping us, what are keeping us going and keeping us afloat, right? And so those are the types of conversations like that I have with myself on a daily basis. Like, what am I going to do next? Like, how am I going to go to the next level? You know, that part, again, that's part of the reason I'm doing this podcast because I want to document this whole entire journey and experience because, you know, unless somebody asks me, and even if somebody asks me, I may not be totally like, you know, I might forget details, but like if I'm just rambling here on the podcast, like I'm walking through everything. Like, look, this is where we're at. Like, I felt like we were on top of the world and then we just freaking got the rug pulled out from under us. But guess what? I'm still positive because I know that there are possibilities that are endless in front of us. So anyway, back to St. George. So we, we sell that one, we cash out refi, the Salt Lake one, we sell part of the vending stuff. And now you're on a, on a, like a totally different swing where that basically created, you know, 250 to $300,000. Um, we can pay off all the debt we had and have cash sitting around take some of that cash, go buy a couple more rental properties again. Now you're back to where you were, but better positioned with a couple of moves, right? So there's always moves. You just have to be open to it. And you also have to be patient enough to wait for it. And it's not easy. Like I still on a daily basis, I'm freaking stressing out and there's nothing I can do about it other than just chill out. And part of the reason why I wanted to do this mini series was to like get it off my chest and get it out there and be accountable And just say like, look, I'm freaking not different than anybody else. Like we're doing this and we're figuring it out as we go. And that's what it comes down to. Right. And so, you know, I'm looking at the assets that I have and the tools that I have and how I can readjust and pivot. And, uh, you know, I'm even looking at, um, so I'm I'm actually getting my real estate license because I said, Hey, look, if I'm going to do my own deals, I might as well broker my own deals. I can roll commissions into my, my down payments. Um, and then I can help people out that, uh, that need real estate because I understand the game really well. I understand you know, how to do valuations on houses. I understand. I'm basically doing it anyway, so I might as well get it and then have that as a secondary stream of income 
um, because I'm doing it anyway and I enjoy doing it and I love, you know, the whole real estate game. Um, but so then I'm looking at, you know, a couple other options. I'm like talking to some buddies and, you know, we're talking about like big picture stuff and it's like, okay, like we've learned a ton up to this point, but we want to go like next, next level. How do we do that? Well, we've got to surround ourselves with those next level people. And so I'm looking at a few different companies right now that I may even go, um, work for, for a little bit just to learn and like going as an assassin, right? Taking that same mentality of like, I'm bringing insane value to you. And like, I know like I'm not coming to work here for a paycheck and like I'm, I'm stuck to that idea, but I'm coming here because I want to be an assassin and a ninja and I want to come in here and add value to you. And as I add value to you, I'm going to learn and I'm going to grow and the income's a cherry on top. And I don't know how long that's going to look. It could be a month. It could be six months. It could be a year. It could be five years. I don't know. But I want to add value and learn and just be a part of the journey and the process so that I can build the long-term perspective, right? Because if I look at my long-term perspective, I have goals and ambitions that I want to achieve. And these goals and ambitions include a portfolio that brings in, you know, a quarter to half a million dollars a year in revenue. That's just like my portfolio, my asset income. And then I want to have a business that pays for, you know, all the stuff that I want to do. I want to start, you know, a couple of nonprofit organizations and I want to help um, families that want to have children, like with the cost of, you know, the fertility stuff or the cost of adoption because adoption is so expensive. Like these are my dreams, right? And then I want to have another one that focuses on helping young entrepreneurs, like basically like the kidpreneurs that are wanting to go out and start businesses. I want to have an incubator basically for them and help them get started. Like those are the long-term perspectives, right? That's what I want to spend my time doing is being able to give back and help other people through this crazy, crazy journey of life, through the experience that, you know, that we've had <clears throat> and teach them, you know, some of the, the, the things that they can miss. Like I want to, I want to teach them the cheat codes so they don't have to go through all the crap that we did, but they can make other decisions that are going to help propel, propel them faster than, you know, and, and more efficient than where we did or, you know, cause if I can teach you, Hey, look, here's a, here's a pothole or here's a problem. Like let's miss this problem. You're going to find another problem over here, but it's going to help you move in this direction. And it's not like taking that away from them, but it's just, it's help helping guide them more efficiently and effectively than, uh, than making all the stupid mistakes that I did along the road. Like that sounds awesome. Right. And that's like my dream and that's my vision and that's what I'm working on developing and that's who I'm transforming and becoming because of the experiences that I've gone through. Like I have the track record and I have the, the resume, so to speak, because I'm living it right. I'm living the process and the journey and that's in the end, what's going to result in the greatest outcome and the greatest opportunity of what's available. And so, you know, basically I want to wrap this, this episode up with, um, you know, just sharing, like, look, just because, again, just because, you know, you may be on top at one point doesn't mean you're always going to be there. So positioning and, and putting yourself in a position uh, that can keep you away from that or keep you safe during those times, like, that's awesome, right? The second phase is just going out there and, like, being positive and learning. Like, it's still hard for me. I mean, I get up and I have problems just like everybody else does. And I stress just like everybody else does. But guess what? At the end of the day, like I'm just a student and I'm just learning and I want to soak all this stuff up 
So, you know, as we grow, we can, we can grow together. And, you know, again, I hope this podcast touches somebody that's going through a tough time right now, because guess what? Like we are too, but it's cool because we built assets and we built stuff that's helping us sustain and get through. And, uh, you know, as we move forward, like big, big, great stuff's going to happen. And I mean, I can either look at it and again, say, play the victim card and give up and quit and die. Or I can continue to push forward on achieving the dreams that I have. And I've seen them, right? Like I've gotten a taste, like little, little tastes of what's available and what's possible. And that's what keeps me going because I know it's real. I know that it's possible. I know it's real. I know that it's available. All I've got to do is continue to become the person that I need to in order to achieve those results and those outcomes. And everything will begin to change at that point. Um, And it already is, right? I mean, things are starting to come into place, like relationships um, of people that I didn't know I'd meet are happening. Like I had an amazing conversation with somebody that we'll hopefully have on the show here soon um, that is the CEO of an amazing company that's growing rapidly and making insane changes in uh, in the industry. And so, like, so many cool things and experiences that, uh, that we're growing through and going through on a daily basis. And this is where I come down to, look, I'm just focusing double down on the assets that I have and putting some time and effort into that and continuing to pursue every option available to me until I find the one that just feels, you know, like it's meant to be. And then I'm going to, put everything I've got into that as I continue to grow. And this podcast, right, that's the result of it because I'm documenting my experience and my journey on that. And uh, as this continues to develop, you know, I'm going to share these stories and continue to share amazing interviews with entrepreneurs and eventually add, you know, mastermind opportunities and some courses that will help you because it's what helped me, right? And I'm just sharing that real, raw, authentic experience with you. And together we can achieve the dreams and the desires that we wish to achieve. And with that, this concludes the mini series. I hope you really enjoyed it. I'm going to keep you up to date on everything that we're working on. Um, I actually am going to retake a part of the real estate test uh, tomorrow. So I've got to start studying for that um, because I missed like four questions and that was really frustrating. So I'm going to go back and retake that and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll pass it tomorrow. So I'm looking forward to that. So, uh, I'll keep you posted and updated on, uh, all the new developments. Um, look past my uh, nasally voice. I've got a little bit of a cold I'm working over almost done with, but I really hope that this mini series has been helpful. Uh, please comment, share, like, um, let me know what you thought. Send an email to David self wealth, connect with us on, uh, you know, Instagram, Facebook, self wealth. And, uh, you know, just let us know. Um, looking forward to the release of uh, the next couple episodes. We've got some great interviews coming up. And stay tuned for those. And, again, I just appreciate everything um, that you as the listeners do. And uh, keep listening, keep sharing, subscribing, rate, and review. Uh, reviewing the podcast, like it really does. It truly, really does mean more than you know. Go out and infuse hope to those in need by teaching correct principles that lead to result-driven action. And please come, uh, come with me on this journey. It's going to be an adventure. It's fun. I've documented my experience. I've taken you through, you know, all the learning experiences on top of being down in the trenches. And guess what? We're on the trenches together 
and we're in the trenches together and we're, we're making this thing happen one step at a time. So uh, go out, make it a fantastic day. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Wealth Alliance podcast. I just wanted to take one more minute to thank our sponsors. Are you ready to learn how you can take your life and your business to the next level? Learn how you can create side income and have different assets pay for your life and your lifestyle. Tune in next week to the Wealth Reliance podcast. This is Dave Deal signing out. Thank you so much and have a great week.